This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the old Trailblazer broadcast. See, let me give you our mailing address. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. We want to return this morning to our study. We're going into Chapter 4 of the first uh, book of Peter. And let's look at verses, uh, those first two verses for our lesson this morning. But before we read, let me tell you what's on my heart this morning. I was just thinking and uh, praising the Lord, meditating this morning for the gospel. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I like to stop and meditate many times when I'm riding alone in my car and by myself. A lot of time, I just let my mind begin to roll and, and to reminisce upon how the Lord has blessed me. But I wanted to think this morning about the gospel and, uh, and, and how, how, how the Lord has provided for us. And uh, I feel blessed, my friend, that the gospel is given to us. Folks say, what is the gospel? And that's a, a sensible question. That's not an un, unusual question. Someone who has never heard the gospel, they don't know what the gospel is, and they never read and think, uh, my friend, how many of our people today know nothing of their Bible and what it teaches? I hear this uh, all, uh, all the time, yes. I hear these uh, learned, uh, high-learned preachers and pe- teachers and preachers on the radio, on this radio station, and many other stations, and many of them never get around to preaching the gospel. No, they're more concerned with politics, more concerned about the environment and uh, uh, all of those things, Then they and they spend much of their time in telling you of their video cassettes that they have for sale and their audio cassettes that they have for sale, and uh, then they, uh, they, they don't do much preaching, no. But God's Word says preach the gospel. Be instant in season and out of season, and uh, my friend, uh, yes, we, uh, we're not here to sell tapes and videos and all those things. My friend, uh, you know what's wrong with many of those uh, folks. I believe I do. They think, uh, they think too much of themselves. They really do. And they leave off telling how man is a sinner and that Christ died for sinners. Let me tell you what the gospel is in a nutshell. It's the good news. Yes, you ask what good news. What, what good news is that? The good news that Christ died for sinners. The gospel is only good news to an awakened sinner, to one who sees himself in the need of Christ. Uh, my, my friend, man uh, who knows nothing of sin cares nothing for the gospel. That's why many of these preachers never tell out how Christ died for sinners. They just don't know anything about being a sinner. They don't. They, 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 they just don't know, my friend. And that's what I praise the Lord for this morning. That one day, when I was least expecting it, the gospel message, the message that showed me that I was a sinner, that message went home to my heart like a barbed arrow. The old trailblazer used to use that word a lot in his preaching, a barbed arrow. Let me ask you, do you know anything about what a barbed arrow is? In the early days, when men hunted with bows and arrows, they would make a point on the arrow so that when it entered the animal or whatever, or a man, the arrow couldn't be pulled out. You couldn't pull it out, my friend, because it was barbed. It was made to where it wouldn't pull out. And that's what the gospel is. When it sinks deep into the sinner's heart, you can't pull it out. No, you can't. When God sets his love upon a poor sinner, he sends the gospel message home to that heart. 
He may be a millionaire there in his mansion, in his high-rise apartment somewhere. He may be a pauper on the dunghill. He may be a harlot in the cabarets, in the nightlife, but it matters not. Did you know the gospel is no respecter of person? The gospel doesn't, doesn't single out those who are rich, single out those who are poor, single out those. No, no, my friend. That gospel goes home to that heart. You can't pull it out. The gospel error, and the Lord knows exactly how to hold a sinner until he can deal with him in mercy. No sinner wants to be saved on his own. No, sir. You can put it down. Uh, if, you, if a sinner uh, has his own way, he'll not turn to the Lord. You better be crying out, oh Lord, don't let me have my way, or you will end up in hell, my my friend, this morning. Let me be true to your soul this morning. I know, I know from um, experience, I know from being in the in the world uh, and, uh, and being around, I know that you don't hear the gospel much, my friend. You don't hear many pastors standing and being true to your soul. But let me be true to your soul this morning. My, you may say, well, I don't like that kind of preaching. Well, it's God's word. The Bible tells us that you will not come to me that you might have life. That's what God's word says. The Lord spoke those words. And uh, you look it up. Look up that verse and underline it and, uh, in your Bible. It'll do you good. I'm telling you folks that uh, not many voices, there are not many voices crying in the world today for men to repent. No, there's plenty of religion, plenty of religious broadcast, and uh, a church on every corner. But are men and women being saved? I don't see much evidence of men and women being saved in the world today? No, I don't. It's only a little effeminate sermon or treating your neighbor on treating your neighbor right and being kind to dumb animals and all uh, that Tommy Rot. Yes, uh, my uh, my friend, our old-time preachers uh, who were not afraid to stand up and call sin, sin are almost a thing of the past. Almost gone, my friend. No harlot anymore do you hear. I saw in the paper the other day where a minister in one of our old line denominations, powerful denomination here in our country, this man came out and told his congregation that he was a homosexual. Yes, he called himself a gay. I wonder where they get that word gay. He's been a homosexual for years and now was tired of living in the closet, as he called it. He said nothing about resigning uh, and getting out of the ministry. No, he sees nothing wrong with his lifestyle. And then you tell me how in the world that man can preach the gospel? What a monstrosity, my friend. Uh, but how many more are there still uh, in the closet? How many more are still in the pulpit? How many uh, lesbians and women preachers do we have now who are standing, representing themselves as, a, as a, uh, an authority of God? Oh, my friends, I want to warn you, Satan's on the loose, going about trying, attempting to devour those whom he can. And uh, my friend, we born-again preachers are not praising or raising our voice. We're not raising our voice against all of this. We're just, we're just drawing our breath and drawing our salary, letting the folks go to hell, my friend. Yes, and then you hear uh, this broadcast, many of you, are you praying for us that we'll be true to the souls of your loved ones? Are you? I know sometimes sometimes my blood seems to get 
boiling over at the complacency of our people. They live from day to day. Uh, yes, they think somehow, and they will tell you uh, somehow or another they just believe the, that they leave off seeking the Lord. They leave off supporting the gospel ministry. And then uh, uh, so that we could put these messages uh, on stations across the nation. Would you help us do that, my friend? Uh, calling our folks to repent. Repent before it's too late. But let's look at that verse now found in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise uh, with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. Peter here tells us, he tells you and me, to arm ourselves with the same mind that Christ has. In Philippians 2.5 we read, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Our Lord suffered in the flesh. He came to this old world to suffer and to die. But did you notice the verse? It said, Suffered in the flesh for us. For us. Let me go back. He suffered in the flesh for us. Are you included in that us? My friend, are you? Yes, I am. My Lord took my place. I can cry out this morning, Thank you, Lord, for dying for me. Did you know that salvation is a living reality, my friend? Did you know that Christ is a living reality to every born-again believer? It's not some cold doctrine. No, Christ is a living reality. He suffered in the flesh for us those of us whom the Lord has saved. And my heart's uh, burden is this morning, are you included there, my friend? Yes. And, uh, and are, are, are you? Are you? The, my, the Lord took my place there on the cross, and you and I, believer, are to tell that story now of how Christ died, to have the mind of Christ concerning the salvation of others. Our desire should be to tell of his grace, to tell of his love, to walk in his path, not living like the world, but showing forth the grace of God in our lives, how that the new life in Christ and that, 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 that new life is in Christ and that sin has been broken in our lives. Do we see this in our religious circles today? No, I don't. I see the masses of people today who know nothing or care nothing for their soul's welfare. Many who attend church only to make a show out of it. They go occasionally. They have no testimony of saving grace. They have no burden for the lost and only have a form. Uh, yes, they're just a form form of religion, and they enjoy the sin of, the, of this life for a season. Let me say to you this morning, my friend, my heart is burdened for your soul. I can't help but cry out uh, for you to take stock. Are you a child of God this morning? Have you been born again? This broadcast, the old Trailblazer broadcast, was begun, uh, my friend, to blaze the path to the hearts of sinners. Our late pastor knew that men's hearts were hard and cold and were not being touched by uh, the so-called gospel that's being preached. But the Lord laid it on his heart to bring these early morning messages uh, short and pungent and to the point. Are you saved? Do you know the Lord? That was his message. That's the message we bring to you. It's, de it's designed to attract the attention of many who are, not, who are out there in the world lost but blinded, yes, lost but blinded, living a clean life 
but lost, not aware of it. So we come here each morning, day by day, Monday through Friday, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. We make no apology for the message. No, I don't apologize for being true to your soul, my friend. I don't apologize for calling on you to repent. I don't apologize to you for calling sin, sin. But my heart is warmed towards you this morning because of the grace of God. When I cry out, repent and turn to Christ before it's too late, I only have one motive. And that is, my friend, to let you know that anything this side of hell is mercy. I don't care how, uh, how, how lost you are this morning my friend Christ died to save the lost Christ came to seek and to save lost sinners are you a lost sinner this morning my friend are you are you saved this morning do you know the Lord if you don't you lost if you're not saved then you lost my friend there's no middle ground there's no place to hide no you can't hide from the Lord there's only two places that men's immortal soul will spend uh, eternity and that's either in heaven or in hell this is the old trailblazer broadcast this morning Pastor Pendarvis uh telling you our heart is warm towards you this morning we love you our love the Lord's given us a love for lost souls I wish you'd write us and let us know that you're praying for us our people you folks who call yourselves Christians call yourself members of this church would you let us know that you're praying for us my friend this is the old trailblazer broadcast coming to a close saying goodbye and God bless you but remember our mailing address is radio missions post office box 1810 Walker Louisiana 70785 and my website radiomissions.org until next time goodbye and God bless you the Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 